0: So, grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 12 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. I'm so excited about today's episode because we're talking about something that is really near and dear to my heart, which is easy steps to helping you start and create your dream subscription box business. And so, for those of you who don't know my background, I founded a subscription box business called the Dapper Dog box. I literally got the idea one day at the gym. I this was in April by July. My subscription box business was in the hands of customers and I was getting photos and testimonials and it was such a journey. I had the business for two and a half years and I sold it in two thousand and nineteen successfully. So, I am very passionate about number one, helping people start and launch a subscription box business the right way with the right steps and not make some of the mistakes that I had made when I launched my business. And so this is just a really exciting episode for me as we walk through five to six easy ways to just help get you started. So grab your coffee, grab your wine, and let's get started. Hey friends, so before we get started in this episode, I just want to give you a heads up that I actually have a course that can help people that want to create and launch a subscription box business. It's called the Subscription Box Launch Academy. It is my little baby, I created it out of love and passion to be able to help people like you that have a dream of starting a subscription business, but kind of don't know how to get started. And you feel plagued with questions and don't really know what to do to actually get your business up and running. But you also want to make sure you're doing it the right way and not wasting time and money. So I created this course exclusively to help people start and launch a subscription box business. And it's one of the only few courses around that I've ever seen that have a lot of information to really help get you in the right direction. So I do have a course and it's called the subscription box launch Academy. I will link it in the show notes, but what I want to talk really quickly about is my upcoming webinar. So I am hosting a free webinar, uh, the last week of January. So it is January 26th at 5 p.m. Pacific, and it's going to be four ways to nail your subscription box idea to create a profitable product business your ideal customer is dying to buy. I am really excited. It's going to be an hour-long webinar where I walk through um, three key points. One is why now is the best time to launch a subscription business. Two, the power behind the subscription box business model, and three, four ways to generate the best idea for your subscription box business. And again, it's going to be January 26th. It's free. I would love for you to come and join me. I will link the um, registration link in my show notes, but I just wanted to give a heads up before we start talking about this episode, because I just want to make sure that if you do have this dream of starting your subscription business and you don't know what to do, you're just feeling frustrated. You want advice from someone who's already been there and already created and launched a successful subscription business. And this webinar is perfect for you. And again, it's free. Uh, I'm going to be doing it January 26th at 5 PM Pacific. And then I'm going to be doing two other dates too. So you can check that on my website, but I will leave the show notes uh, registration page in the show notes for you to come and join me. It's an hour long, but of course, if you know me, you know that I love talking and it probably will be two hours long and I'll be answering questions and just having a blast. I love talking about this. It is something that I am so passionate about because I know for me, when I started my business, it was not easy and there's so much information out there and it's confusing to know what what to do and who to listen to and I wanted to create that course to really help you figure it out at an affordable way. Like the price is really affordable. So yeah, I'll leave that in the show notes. Definitely come check it out January 26th. And again, register beforehand. I can only have a certain amount of people that come on. So, all right, so let's jump into today's episode. So today we're going to be talking about four to five of the easy ways for you to get started if you want to create your subscription box business. So this is going to be a quick episode. Um, As I say this, uh, all my episodes are always really long. So I'm going to try to keep this one a little bit shorter, but I just want to walk through a few steps just to help you get started. So you're someone that has this vision in your head. You have an idea. You're not sure what idea maybe to run with. You're not sure if your idea is the right idea, but you have an idea in your head and you have this vision and dream of starting a business and You're maybe not sure which one to run with. You don't know what to do, and you're doubting yourself. You're kind of telling yourself that, why should you start a business? Who's going to buy it? Um, You don't know what you're doing. And I first want to tell you, the, the first step in starting any kind of business is to get rid of those thoughts. Those thoughts are evil, and they're not true. Anyone can start a business when I launched my business, my background had been, you know, 10 plus years of marketing in the education industry. And I, you know, had a child and I stepped away from my career and I wanted to do something different. And I've always had animals. I've always had dogs. And I decided I wanted to do a dog subscription box business. And, you know, literally the idea popped into my head one day at the gym, I was literally at the gym doing some strength training arm machine and all of a sudden it popped into my head, like I should start a subscription box business. And I talked about this before, you know, how I ended up coming up with my idea, but part of it was based on passion and what I loved. I love dogs. I am so passionate about dogs. I love pet products. Um, And part of it was I saw a need in the market. I saw an opportunity to provide something that no one else had. So I'm going to be talking a little bit about that today, but My point is that I didn't know how to start a subscription box business when I did. I just knew I had an idea. I was confident. Like something told me. Like the universe pulled me to this idea. And I knew that I had to do it. I knew that I would regret not doing it. And something just pushed me to to go ahead. It's kind of hard to explain a little bit. But I do feel like it was the universe just pushing me to go with this idea. And this idea changed my whole life, you know. That was 2016. I launched my business. The business was the hands down, the most rewarding and also frustrating um, learning experience of my entire life. I learned more in that two and a half years of having a business than I probably ever have learned. It was kind of it. I always like to say it was my MBA plus like 10 years of work experience because you do when you have your own business, you do so many things You wear every single hat. You know, you have to learn how to be the manager, the marketer, the salesperson, the web designer, the customer service person, the packer. So I do think there's so much merit with starting one of these businesses because you learn so much. You know, it's an incredible uh, learning and growth opportunity. So um, for me, it was the absolute greatest decision I ever had. And, you know, for me, I did the business, I sold it. And now I get to help people like you either start a subscription or e-commerce business, or I help them grow, get more customers, get more sales, um, help them with marketing. So for me, it's such a win-win and I feel really blessed to be able to do what I do. I'm really lucky. I love doing it. I love helping people. I absolutely get so much Um, just so, it's so rewarding to help people. So, and I just felt when I had my subscription business, I felt very alone. There wasn't very many resources and yes, there were Facebook groups, but people give you crap information. They really don't give you great information. And in the end, like that's not where you should be going to get a lot of information. You can pull bits and pieces from Facebook groups, but I've seen the questions that people ask and I have seen really Bad business decisions that have come from asking a question on a Facebook group and getting some bozo who doesn't know you, doesn't know your business, doesn't know your margins, doesn't know who you're trying to target, tell you what to do, and you listen. That's what I want to prevent you from doing, which is why I created the Subscription Box Launch Academy. It literally gives you every single step of the way to help you create and launch a subscription box business and doing the right things. You know, when I'm very transparent, I share my mistakes. I share places where I shouldn't have spent money. I share places where I should have spent money. I tell you how to market your business. I tell you how to do all the things during your pre-launch so you can get customers, you can get sales. I tell you how to retain your customers. So it's an amazing course, but anyway, so, um, as I'm rambling on again, uh, today's talk, we're going to just be talking about four to five ways just to help you get started. You know, I think the getting started part is the most important part because once you get started and once you actually start working on your idea and you start thinking about your box, you actually can visualize your product. You have your product uh, conceptualized. It starts to feel real. And then I think at that point, It's easier for you just to keep going. I think the getting started part is where I want to help you. I want to give you that push so you do get started. You know, after this podcast episode, you feel inspired to like grab a Google Doc, grab a notepad and start listing out your subscription box idea. I want you to start listing out who you want to be targeting. I want you to think about your product. Like how can you conceptualize it? How can you write it down on paper and make it feel real to you? and give you that boost to get started. Like everyone has to start at zero, right? Um, There's no right or wrong way. But the important thing is you get started. You give your dream a chance to actually be a reality. So I always think like, what if? What if back in 2016, as I was at the gym doing my weight machines, like what if I had decided that my idea was dumb and I doubted myself? You know, I listened to those voices in my head that said, You shouldn't get started. Who are you to create a subscription box business? You don't know what you're doing. Um, Who would buy your product? You know, like you start listening to those voices that aren't real. Those voices are just something in our body or our our mind just to try to keep us safe, you know? Um, And I think it's important to recognize that those voices do exist because deep down, like we want to feel safe and we want to feel secure. And sometimes we just want the easy way, you know, working at a nine to five, working for someone else is the easy and safe way. And so when you start your own business and you put yourself out there, you make yourself vulnerable, you know, it can feel scary. And so I do think those voices exist to keep us safe, but those voices also don't help you grow, you know, and I want to really encourage you that You don't need to know what you're doing. You know, Uh, you can learn. And that's why my course is here. And I had to learn on my own. I didn't have any help. I didn't have funding. I didn't have anyone to tell me what to do. I didn't have mentors. I just figured it out and I learned and I learned what to do and what not to do. And that's really what my course is all about. And I can say I am thoroughly passionate about just helping every single one of you Who have this dream in your head and you don't really know what to do, you feel stuck. So I just want to remind you, little motivational pep talk of the day. Uh, I want to remind you that, you know, you do have what it takes to start a subscription business. And I will say also, subscription box businesses are some of the easiest ones to start. You know, you don't need a lot of overhead, you don't need a lot of inventory, you don't need to have an office. You know, you can do it from your house, you can do it from your living room, like I did. So Okay, so I just wanted to dive into that a little bit because I do think the mindset issues play a huge part in what prevents you from taking action. And again, I just want to remind you that you can do it. You know, I did it. Tons of other people have done it. Some of my subscription box students from my course have already launched their businesses and it's just incredible. It's incredible to see what you can do in literally three to four months when you have an idea and you have the drive and ambition to make it effing happen. Like you have to want to make it happen, you know? And when you do, when you have that drive, you can start a business in literally three to four months. You could start it in two months really. So, okay. So you have an idea, you have potentially an idea that you want to start a subscription. And honestly, If you are someone that wants to start a product-based business, you want to have something on Shopify, on Etsy, on Amazon, this episode will still be relevant for you. Um, I'm going to be talking specifically for subscription box businesses because that is a business I started. And so I'm going to be using specific examples for that. But any of these concepts here and any of these frameworks actually work perfectly for in any product-based business. Okay. So the first thing that you want to do when you are thinking about starting one of these businesses is you want to really think about your idea. You have to nail down your idea. And again, as a reminder, my webinar is coming up on January 26th. Please come the um, registration link will be in the show notes, but I'm going to help you to teach you how the four ways that what you can do to narrow down your idea. So you actually create a product that people want to buy. So Uh, The first step is really narrowing down your idea. So you have an idea. Maybe, again, for me, this was a dog subscription box. Actually, truth be told, my first idea was a baby subscription box because I just had a baby. My baby was seven months old or so, and that was the first thing that popped into my head. But as I started thinking about it and doing market research, I found that, okay, I'm not sure this is a good fit for me. And it wasn't a good fit, you know? Um, And I'm glad that I didn't, I'm glad I listened to my gut. Your gut will always tell you and steer you the right way. So I am grateful that I did listen to myself and I ended up doing a dog subscription box. But again, you want to take your idea and you want to also think, how can I niche down? So I had a dog subscription box business, but in reality, I was targeting a very specific dog owner. I was not targeting every dog owner. And if you listen to any of my stuff on Instagram or even my other podcast episodes, I talk so much about knowing your ideal customer. It's so important. So that's the second step I'm going to be talking about really quickly is when you have your idea, let's say it's a dog subscription box. You want to niche down. Think about who you're trying to target. How can you be more specific, right? You can have a dog subscription box or you could have a dog subscription box for heavy chewers, for pit bull owners for golden doodles, like be specific, you know? You want to niche down. The more niche down your idea, the easier it is to target people. And you might and I know what you're thinking. You're probably thinking, "Well, shoot. Um if I niche down my idea, aren't I losing the opportunity to actually get products in front of people?" And the answer is no. Absolutely not. Um the more clear and specific you are with messaging, the easier your messaging is to resonate with people. So if you're targeting dog owners, right? Like think about how vanilla and like wide open your messaging would be, right? But the second you start targeting pitbull owners, you talk about pitbull products, why your product is great for pitbull owners. Um uh, maybe the toys are great for heavy chewers because, you know, you know that pitbulls can destroy toys or or whatever it might be. So my point is is that when you start being specific with your messaging, You speak very clearly and directly to one person. And so when your ideal customer hears your messaging or reads your website or sees your product photos, they instantly connect to those because your messaging is targeted to them and them only. So you are not excluding people by niching down. You're targeting the right one person, basically, and it will help you get more sales. I promise. I promise. I know this is something that's really hard for people to understand, but it's very important. Whatever idea you have, you, you have to drill into that more and niche down and try to target one person. So again, um, step one is really narrowing down your idea and your niche. Step two is determining who your ideal customer is. So again, the two go hand in hand and you might have to go back and forth between the two. When you think about your idea, um, you want to kind of drill into who your ideal customer is. And that, and that also works in tandem with niching down. So those are the first two steps. And I might go through a few more steps if I have time here too. Um the next thing that you really want to think about and I'm going to skip some certain things like I'm not going to be talking about pricing. I'm not going to be talking about um shipping and things like that. I'm trying to I'm trying to teach you or talk about the big picture things here. The things that that really will make a huge difference in your business um, so again I'm not going to be talking about pricing your product and, and how to come up with your actual product I just want to give you steps to get started so once you kind of have a great idea of what your product and business might be who you're trying to target so again it might be a dog subscription box for pitbull owners or it might be a you know, self-care box for doctors, right? It could be anything that you want, whatever, whatever you want to do. You just want to be specific with your idea and know who you're trying to target. And the next big step is honestly choosing your subscription or e-commerce platform. So this is the thing that I cannot <laughs> stress enough. I cannot stress enough. I see so many mistakes here. So for my subscription box business, I went with Cratejoy. And Cratejoy is incredible because it is a subscription box platform. It is made and created to make your life easy to give you the tools to start and launch a subscription box business, literally like you could, you could sign up with create joy today and you could launch your subscription business in one month in one week. It is so easy. So I will give a link in the show notes for create joy. So create joy is an amazing platform and I cannot recommend it enough because it just makes it easy for you to get started. They have their website platform inside of there They have a pre launch landing page that you can use. They have all the analytics that you need. You can create your products. You can add e commerce products. They literally make it easy for you. All the reoccurring, um, the like sales channels, you know, how you do shipping, like everything is built in for you. So it just makes it easy for you to get started. The other thing I love about Cratejoy is that they have a marketplace. So in addition to your Cratejoy membership, you can add your box to their marketplace. So their marketplace is kind of like an Etsy or an Amazon, right? You go, you Google like self-care subscription box or, you know, cat subscription box, for example, and they'll have a marketplace of all the different cat subscriptions or self-care subscriptions. So again, it just gives you a lot of visibility and it gives you another place that you can get customers from. So I love Create Your Marketplace. Um, That was very successful for my subscription box business that I had and, um, yeah, it, they just make it easy for you. So my number one recommendation for a platform is going to be Cratejoy, joy. Um, and number two is going to be Shopify. So you can create your subscription or e-commerce business on Shopify, and you can use a reoccurring payment app like bold or recurly. Uh, there's pay World. There's a lot of different apps that you can do to get that like the reoccurring revenue, Build to a customer. So that's easy. It is an additional app that you have to buy, but Shopify is just an incredibly powerful platform. Again, I am a massive fan of Shopify. I've helped build many Shopify websites for my e-commerce clients. I love Shopify. They make it easy. It's drag and drop. It's just it's so easy. So uh, they are, and it's also powerful. I I'm forgetting some of the big picture things here. It's a very powerful platform. So not only is it also pretty easy for you to build a website fairly quickly, it's, it's definitely not as easy as create joy. But again, if you are wanting to not only have a subscription business, but you want to really build an e-commerce business, Shopify is the place to go. They're just incredible. They have a bazillion apps that you can connect with and use, they have sales channels, like You can connect your shop to, you know, Google, Facebook, Instagram, and tag your products. So they do make it easy for you to get started. And again, they have lots of different themes based on your inventory and catalogs. If you have, you know, a small catalog or a large catalog, they have so many things that you can kind of choose from. So I am a a huge Shopify fan and they're going to be my second choice. And honestly, beyond that, I will not recommend anything else to you. So I see people that have subscription box businesses on Squarespace, on um, WordPress. I just, I'm not going to recommend it because I've seen so many of my clients that come to me, they come to me after they've already built their WordPress website, and then they struggle to get, um, to figure out how to make it work with WordPress and WordPress is not really meant to be a subscription box platform. And, you know, I know that you can add plugins to probably make it work, but honestly, it's so complicated and I'm just not going to even go there. So when you are trying to choose your platform, I'm going to give you two options and that's it. And I don't recommend anything else. My number one is going to be Create joy. If you want to really build a subscription box business create joy is number one, number two, Shopify, if you, um, want to have an e-commerce business. So again, the definitely for people that want to sell, you know, they want to sell on Amazon and, and places like that. Shopify is great because that is an e-commerce platform. Um, but if you're really kind of focusing on just the subscription model, then go with create joy. So, and the reason I wanted to bring this up is because this is something that when I was initially doing my research on starting a subscription box, I wasn't really sure what platform to to do. Um my background is marketing, but my background has not been in like web design or web development, so I wasn't sure which platform to use. And I did a lot of research and I found I went with Cratejoy because of I felt it would make it it would make life easy for me to get started and I think when you are starting a subscription business or an e-commerce business, there is such a huge learning curve. Like you already have to learn so much. So why make life harder for you than it has to be, you know, and using a platform that makes it easy for you to get started for me was the right decision. So I know there's other platforms like Subly and other ones. I just didn't like it. I thought crajo was a better choice. And I honestly can't recommend them enough. It's a fantastic platform. I think some people are like, oh, well, what about the monthly fee? But honestly, who cares? Like, you know, you you want to save 20 bucks a month and then you want to build your website in WordPress and then it's a freaking nightmare and you end up spending so much time and money to fix the shitty WordPress website that you built. So suck it up. Pay the Cratejoy monthly fee. It's not a lot of money and it's worth it because you can get started really easily. So we've gone through three steps to get started. I'm going to probably walk through a few more. And again, I'm not going to be talking about like pricing your product, shipping, creating your brand, things like that. Um, I want to talk about some of the things that I desperately struggled with when I was starting my business. So uh, we talked about um, how to choose your idea and niche down. We talked about knowing your ideal customer. We talked about choosing your platform. Um the next thing I want to talk really quickly about is the boxes. This is a very important part, packaging, packaging and 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 boxes. So when I was starting out again, I was learning all these different things like the platforms, the website, what about shipping, you know. And I will say okay, I want to mention one thing about shipping. When you are thinking about your product, so you're in your early stages of product conceptualization, I want you to keep this in mind. The bigger your product is and the more that it weighs, the more money it costs you to ship your product. So I will say if you are wanting to sell a product that is under one pound, so the box or the packaging and products are under one pound, it'll save you a ton of money on shipping. Um, And that's not always realistic for people. Like not everything can always be under a pound, but I just want you to keep in mind when you're thinking about your ideas shipping does play a huge role in your products and your price and what you charge customers for shipping. Or if you include shipping, that's free for customers, but you have to front the shipping, uh, the bigger your package and the more it weighs, it'll be a lot more expensive to ship. So just to give you an an idea, my packaging was, I forget the size. It was like 10 by nine by four approximately. So Kind of like a shoebox, right? Think of like a shoebox size that you might buy from a store that was the size of my subscription box and it weighed a pound and a half. And it was around, my average pricing to ship, this was a couple years ago, was around $8. So I included free shipping for my customers and I had to pay for the shipping. So i built in part of that shipping cost into the box price, but still $8 is still a lot to ship it. If my product was under one pound, it would have been like $5. And so you do save a lot of money. But when you're in that product conceptualization idea, I want you to just remember this. Because again, this was something that I had to figure out. I had no idea. And understanding shipping is very confusing. Like it's so confusing to learn. I still I still hate shipping stuff. It's just confusing. So um, I just want you to think the bigger your packaging is, The more heavy it is, the more expensive it will be. And there's all sorts of different things within shipping. Like you can do cubic weight where, you know, whether your box is one pound, two ounces or like two pounds, it should be the same if you're shipping in the US. There's all sorts of different pricing things, but I just want you to think of that. So if you have an idea of a product and maybe one idea is like a really heavy product and one idea is really small and light. Trust me, go with the small and light option. It'll save you so much money. Okay, so the fourth thing that I want to talk about quickly is packaging. Like how do you come up with packaging? How do you come up with the boxes? What the hell do you do? This was something that like confused the crap out of me, honestly. I had no idea what to do with packaging in the boxes. So here's my best tips for you. Again, uh, the best advice I can say is think about your brand, right? And I'm not going to talk about branding too much right now. Think about your brand and think about who you are trying to target, right? Who's your ideal customer? And when you come up with your packaging, you want those two to really align well together. So again, if you are a high-end brand, like you want your product to be very high quality, priced high, you want to attract a real higher, higher end isn't really a person, but you're trying to target a more affluent person or a customer who makes more money per year packaging makes a huge difference. It makes a difference in customer experience. It makes a difference when you are promoting and marketing your product. If you have beautiful packaging, trust me, it's going to be easier to sell your product. So people will tell you that packaging doesn't matter. I will tell you that it does matter and it matters a lot actually. So um, if you are trying to create a more high-end product, then you have to have great packaging. That's an absolute must-have. If you do not have great packaging and you're trying to charge customers a lot of money for a product, you're going to get very little sales. And so you have to think about packaging. So just to go through a few things really quickly, um, for subscription boxes, again, it doesn't have to be in a box. It could be in a poly mailer bag which is basically a plastic bag, or I'm not sure if it's plastic. I don't know the material, but it's kind of like a plasticky looking bag, and you can either get designs on it. You can put stickers on it. So polymaler bags are fantastic. If your product is relatively small-ish and it's not breakable, it's not fragile, I love polymaler bags. They're cheaper than boxes. They're easier to design. They are cheaper to ship. And trust me, a customer doesn't care if the packaging is in a polymaler bag Or a a box like they don't really care, you know, it's if the packaging looks nice, they care about that they care how it makes them feel when it shows up in their mailbox or their doorstep, you know, you have a beautiful bright package that looks nice or some crappy package with crappy stickers and like an ugly brown box, you know, that's not very impressive. So just really quickly. With packaging, uh, polymiller bag is one option. The second option is a box. And again, when I say the second option is a box, like the options are endless when we look at that. You can get um, printed boxes from companies like Packable or Packlane, and those are the ones that you'll see all over social media. So if you Google, um, you know, subscription box, boxes, um, things like that corrugated custom boxes, things like that. You'll see all the different types of subscription boxes. So those are the general boxes that have the flap that opens up and you have the inside of the box and then you have the outside of the box. And, um, basically most people when they're starting off, will use a company like a pack lane or a packable. And I'll add these links to the show notes just so you have an idea. Um, I also have a really great freebie that ha- that talks about how to start a subscription business and I'll add that to the show notes but I go through the different types of examples and the different types of boxes that you would have. So basically for the um the boxes, yeah, you'll have like a, a general printed box that is easy for you to design it's going to be more expensive though. So that's kind of the kicker is the, the printed boxes in small quantities are quite expensive. Um, it's kind of mind blowing actually. And again, you want to think of who your ideal customer is and do they care about the packaging? Like, do they want you to have, do they want you to have like a really high end packaging kind of thing? So, um, Again, that's really one of the options is a, uh, you know, a customized box from like a box up, packable, pack lean. Um, You don't have to have pre-design. You can literally design on their website with your uh, logo, your um, some fonts, some colors and things like that. So these are generally going to be called corrugated mailer boxes. And honestly, they will cost you anywhere between like Depending on the size, it, it depends on your size too. That's why I'm telling you, if you have an idea of a product and you're thinking a big product that's heavy or a small teeny product in small packaging, go with the small packaging because the boxes also will be cheaper. So, um, but they they will generally cost you around, let's say, from anywhere from like two to like eight dollars. So they're definitely very expensive. But when you're first getting started, you're trying to get an idea of what you want. You're wanting sample boxes. You know, go for it. I I did sample boxes from, I want to say Packable. They're based in San Francisco. I was living in California at the time. And I spent a lot of money on like just a few boxes. And I kind of gave myself a heart attack. (laughs) I remember when I placed the order, it was like, I don't know if it was like $50 for like three boxes or it was something kind of crazy, but I needed those I needed samples. You know, I wanted to do, to do my mock-up photos. I wanted to have something to start posting on social media. And I will never forget the day that that box showed up on my doorstep and I opened it up and it was just so beautiful. Oh, I, I'll never forget it. You know, you never forget the day you launch your subscription box business. You won't, rem- you won't forget the day that you get the first customer that either emails you or tags you on social media with your product. And honestly for me I won't forget the day that I got my first sample box because the boxes were just beautiful and I later redesigned them into a masterpiece. Um I yeah, my boxes were a masterpiece. My second round of boxes. My first box, you know, I loved it at the time and I still like it like it looks pretty, but um when I redesigned them and actually worked with a box manufacturer, those were that's when my box was just absolute perfection and I spent you know, I spent three months researching and and planning and designing that second box that I had. And so I really put a lot of time and thought into it. Um, The first time around, I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew I had a cute logo. I liked my colors. It was like a lavender, a lavender purple with a really cute dog logo. And just, it was just cute. But, you know, I, I remember the day that box came and I was just beyond ecstatic. You know, it was like, My little dream was actually coming true. It was being put into real life, and yeah, it was just a very exciting day. So anyway, um, so those are going to be your most expensive option, but the best part of that is that you can get started easily because you can order small quantities. You can test what you like. You can see. You can fit, you know, order a couple boxes. You can make sure that the products fit inside, and it will help you kind of get started. The second option I just want to talk about, even though um, this is probably my least recommended when you're first starting off is basically um working with a box company. So basically working with a like a box manufacturing company. This is not what I recommend for when you're first starting off um because number 1 you don't know how you want the box to look. You don't know what should be inside. And it's permanent. You know, once you design that box and you get print plates and die boards from it, you can't change your idea, you know? So this is, I think this is for people that have had their box for about a year and really know how to create a product that is good for their customers. So I didn't do this in my business until I think I was at around a year and a half in. And again, it was like one of the best decisions I made for my business, but I had to invest in print plates and die boards and it's expensive. I want to say that was like three grand, um, maybe not three grand between two to $3,000. I think depends on where you live. Like I lived in Southern California. Everything's expensive. If you live in like the middle of the country or in a small town or something, you can probably get them for cheaper, but Um, what happens is you invest in that and then basically it's cheaper for then for you to then print your boxes. So even though I had to pay that upfront investment after I did one round of boxes, my investment was paid off and then the boxes cost about a dollar per box or even a little bit less. And I was ordering a few thousand quantity. I think I ordered like I would order two to three thousand quantity every single time. So, um, at that point the investment had clearly been paid off and was worth it. Okay. So the third option, and this is honestly the easiest and cheapest option for when you're getting started a plain white box with a sticker, super easy. Like at least it gets you started, right? I don't want you to overthink things too much. And I don't want you to get plagued with like decision paralysis because you don't know what box option to choose. I think if you're going to be doing a very high end product. I do not recommend a white box with a sticker. I think if your box is super high-end, you have to do a design box. And if that means increasing your price by five bucks to pay for the boxes, do it because you have to have a beautiful box if you are doing a high-end brand. If your brand isn't high-end, just do a white a white box with a sticker. You can literally order white boxes off Amazon. you can order them from Uline. You can get beautiful stickers made for an affordable price. You can get them literally printed at Staples. You can get them printed at companies like Sticker Mule. Uh, There's lots of sticker companies that you can get a very affordable sticker on, and at least it gets you started, right? Um, And I do not. Okay, here's what I don't recommend, just because I don't personally like it, but I don't recommend cardboard boxes. I just think they look ugly, and I think they look really ugly in photos, and My best advice to you is when you're getting started, like you have to do what you can to get that brand awareness out there and pictures are the best way to get started. And a white box will look a hell of a lot better in photos than a cardboard box would. So those are, um, four ways for you to kind of get started with your business. Um, I know I'm running out of time a little bit, but let me see if I can talk about one more thing that can kind of help you get started. So, um, okay. Okay. Let's talk about pre-launching, right? Very briefly, I'm going to talk about pre-launching. So you have your idea, you know who you're going to be targeting, you have decided on your packaging, and the next thing you want to kind of think about is just like your pre-launch strategy. So again, I don't want to talk about this too much, but I want you to think is how can you get your product out in front of people to get them excited? So when you launch your business, you already have your email list, you already have social media channels. You already have sample product photos from people. So you just want to think about your pre-launch strategy. So things like starting your email list, signing up with an email provider and trying to drive people to sign up for your wait list. So we're launching our product in two months. Sign up now, sign up for our wait list and get 10% off or 20% off. You want to send sample boxes to some influencers for free. Uh, I do not recommend paying for anything at this stage. Um this you want this to get sample photos. You want to start your social media accounts, like create some buzz on social media. It's the easiest thing to do. Instagram will be your best friend for creating some buzz, creating brand awareness before you ever actually launch your business, right? And you have your website through Shopify or CreateJoy, you can have your landing page on there that just says you know, blah, 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 subscription box launching soon. Add, you know, uh, add your email below to get 20% off or whatever it is. So the best advice I can say is just work on pre-launching and just try to drive traffic to get people to sign up for that launch landing page. It is the best thing to do because it sets you up for success. So when you do launch, you already have your email list. Maybe it's 100 people. Maybe it's 500 people. Like it depends on your audience and your reach and your marketing. But that's really the best advice I can say just to help you get started. Um, So when you do launch your business, you already have people that are excited to buy from you. Okay, I try to keep this episode short and it's already 40 minutes, so I'm sorry about that, Um, but I just wanted to give you a couple of just quick wins when it comes to starting a subscription box business and just how to get started and what to focus on. So again, those are some of the things that I struggled with and I want to help you to not struggle as well, So I hope this episode was great for you. This was super fun to just dive into. I love talking about how to start a subscription box business. If you cannot tell, it's something that I'm so passionate about. And I just love helping to give you just easy tips that will make life easier for you, basically. All right. So to wrap things up again, I just want to remind you. If you are interested in starting a subscription box business, um, one, I have a course that will help you give you the roadmap from A to Z on how to come up with your idea, everything that you need from product photos to creating a website, to nailing your ideal customer to marketing, to pre-launching everything that you need is in my course. It's called the subscription box launch Academy. I'm going to add the link below, and I'm also going to invite you again to attend my Webinar It is four ways to nail your subscription box idea so you come up with a profitable idea that your customers are dying to buy from you. So it's going to be a super fun webinar on January 26th, and I'm also going to have a few other dates the last week of January, the first week of February. But I invite you to join me. It's going to be about an hour and a half long, an hour probably of me talking, and then about half an hour for questions and things like that. So I definitely invite you to come. Again, I'm going to leave the registration link in the show notes. You love this episode. If you are wanting to start a subscription box and any of these tips were helpful to you, please go ahead and leave me a review in Apple podcast. It is the greatest thing for me to wake up and see that I have a new review from someone who love the podcast and learn something, it makes me really happy. And I love just to know that I'm here actually helping you. So, all right, guys, I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie a Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I'll see you guys next week.